0: knew that in the face of the force of nature that was Róisín in full organizational mode, there was nothing she could say to stop her. Besides, it isn't only me she bosses around, she acknowledged. She is the same with everyone, and we all accept it, because Róisín is a born leader, methodical and organized, and the rest of us, maybe with the exception of Dad, are too lazy to bother. Which makes it all the more surprising, she muttered to herself as the citron surprised her by getting up enough speed to pass a plodding fiesta that i'm the one with my own business and roisin is a full-time mother even as the thought crossed her mind she conceded that the reality of their situations was quite different from appearances roisin had been a high flyer in the insurance company where she worked only deciding that she needed to devote more time to her family after the birth of Dougie, her third child and describing herself, as she did, as a full-time mother, was disingenuous. Roisin still did occasional contract work for various insurers, while being an active member of the parents' council at the local school and currently running a summer sports camp for under-tens. Every second of her day was managed and accounted for, and she frequently remarked that she was busier now than she'd ever been. Steffi, on the other hand had set up Butterfly Creative in her brother's old bedroom because she hadn't been able to find a job as a graphic artist anywhere else, and justified the time she frittered away on social media sites as important networking opportunities to get her brand noticed. She liked to think that working for herself suited her free-spirited nature, but she was uncomfortably aware that her current status as the owner of a company where she was the sole employee had more to do with her lack of corporate solidarity than her entrepreneurial skills. Her previous job, with a design studio on the far side of the city, had come to an abrupt end after she'd refused to work on a campaign where they wanted to use images of semi-naked women to promote a line of jewellery. Both her parents had been totally supportive of her stance, although she'd had to apologise profusely to her dad, who'd lent her the money to buy the citron, and whom she couldn't immediately repay. But Roshin hadn't been able to hide her exasperation with her younger sister when she heard the news. "'Are you out of your mind?' she asked, before launching into a diatribe about there not being room for principles when you needed a job. "'You've got to roll with the punches, Steffi.' "'You can't possibly mean that,' retorted Steffi, when Roisin finally paused for breath. Not when those punches are blatantly sexist. If you can't have principles about your work, then what's the point? Roisin said it was all about being pragmatic and realising what was important. My principles are very important to me, said Steffi. Oh, grow up. You're in the real world now, said Roisin. You're like all those girls who scream harassment every time a co-worker passes a remark about how they look... You're letting yourself be offended. It depends on the remark, don't you think? said Steffi. But in any event, nobody has ever passed one about how I look. Seriously? Rochine was so astonished she forgot to keep haranguing her. Her astonishment was due to the fact that Steffi was the sort of person people tended to notice. She was tall and willowy her open face framed by a tumble of burnished curls. Rosine made no secret of the fact that she felt the looks jeans had been unfairly distributed between them, because she herself had inherited their father's darker colouring and stockier frame, which meant she was locked in a constant battle to keep her figure in the kind of shape that Steffi didn't even have to think about. That battle was the only one she'd never quite succeeded in winning, despite her enthusiastic embracing of various diets and workouts, and it infuriated her. Steffi would tell her that Willowy implied you could sort of glide into rooms, looking cool and sophisticated, whereas she was all arms and legs and falling over herself. On the other hand, when Roisin walked into a room, everyone knew she was there, thanks to the force of her personality, not because she tripped over her own two feet. But I'd like to tower, said Roisin. It'd give me a greater presence. You wouldn't really, Steffi told her. It's not always comfortable. Besides, you don't need a greater presence. Everyone does what you tell them anyway.